0: So, you have a blank white canvas in front of you. What do you do? Well, artist Heather Lewis knows exactly how to answer that question. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. Okay, so I am not talking paint by numbers, though I do recall really loving a little session with the paint by number coloring book or um, one of the boxes that you could buy, you know, that took you through that because it gave me this empowered feeling that I left with this image that I don't think I could have otherwise achieved in the way that I did. But I don't know now that I'm listening to this gal that I met that you're going to get to listen to shortly. One of the thrills of my life is getting to meet and visit and ask questions of, someone that I really know very little of. I mean, I love asking questions anyway. I love, as you know, I've had some amazing guests on my podcast and these are mostly people that I know and that I knew pretty well, but this is a new person to me. And if you recall my friend, uh, Patrick Stuckey, David Patrick Stuckey, that I uh, had on my podcast a couple weeks ago. He and I have been longtime friends, and recently reacquainted in person after many a year. He has a friend, and this is this is his friend that he has known for a good while. And she is an artist. Her name is Heather Lewis. She comes by her artistry, having been raised by two artists in uh, her parents one of which is the late Jack Lewis. Go look him up. But anyway, Patrick said, I think you might love having her on your podcast. And I thought, well, will I freak her out if I approach her? So I researched just a little bit and then invited her to come on. And that is what we have here today. You, if you're anything like me at all in appreciating what people bring to the table, no matter what it is, but particularly artists and creative people. She kind of scares me a little bit because she's, you know, she's so good. Like I, I, I know what her work is from having looked at it, but then she also teaches and then she has this history and then she's just like this super cool human being. So that whole combination, I don't want to say scares me, but I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you approach it and you're like, whoa, okay. Uh, you're like uh, so much the real deal and hearing her share and she's just so lovely and generous. So I will shut up so you can sit in on my time with her. It's too cool.
1: Thank you. I'm not sure uh, I like says, that there's, lady. There's, that, do I say got it? There's a little flash that came up. This meeting is being recorded. Yeah. And I'm going to say got it. Got it. So um, the coolest
0: thing about uh, having super cool friends is that typically super cool friends have super cool friends. So for those that are listening, if you caught the podcast with David Patrick Stuckey, which is um, one of my loveliest friends and sweetest relationships that sat distanced for, th- uh, I hate even saying it, for 30 years, um, we uh, were reconnected. If you remember the story, well, um, he has a friend and uh, they visited. And he, uh, meet, after the airing of that podcast, which this friend she listened to, he said, I have the coolest person that you need to have on your podcast. And of course I let him run my life. And so I'm way, I'm way behind because I've, I i do not know how I've made it for 30 years, but, um, she calls him David. I call him Patrick. We are like an Oreo cookie, uh, with David Patrick Stucky, Stucky in the middle of it. So, um, with me today, I'm sorry, Heather, I'm messing. She can see me and I can see her, but you guys, you can't see us. (laughs) Uh, It's secret. She Heather Lewis, Heather Lewis, I'm sure amongst a host of other things is an amazing artist. And I say that from the bottom of my heart, though. I am not, um, I don't have a ton of experience with loving your work, because I'm new to it, but I I meant it. You know I don't blow smoke, Heather. I will not blow smoke up your rear end. I just
1: I, I do love I do love it. I love it that you love it. Thank you. And it <laughs> gave me it gave
0: me chill bumps when I saw wow. some of your work. And it and um I think because and I'm not to throw around a word that it, that I know gets overused. There was something honest but authentic authentic and I know art is authentic but in but I mean there was something going on that hit me in a very real way and um tell us about you because you were getting going with us just warming up with each other and I was like no 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 don't say it don't say it I want you to tell everybody so well
1: go ahead I think That, uh, you know, when you look at artists and I'm sure you've seen this with some of the the, the real rock star artists, they start getting very abstract and uh, towards, you know, the middle and end of their lives. At the beginning, they're very interested in capturing the world uh, very realistically. Well, I'm kind of going in another I'm going in a different direction. Uh, When I was first doing it. Um, and it's it's been my whole life, uh, decades and decades. I was really interested in um, in I think escaping my life, and um, and the art it it truly did allow me to to sort of run away and be in another world. So the artwork from the time when I was a younger person is is i think very interesting and and um and now i'm really in a different place in my life decades later and i teach a lot and people really want to know and they get very very frustrated about not being able to that they they want the methods they want the the skill set to be able to to put express what they're seeing and so that for me now has become this a passion really a passion helping people do that and then it's affected my life and i i'm in this completely different practice and i know you're an actress and our mutual friend david patrick stuckey is such a wonderful actor and and there is methodology there there is a skill set and there are times in life when you are focused on one kind of a skill set and then Another one, and then another one, and i'm in a I'm in this skill set of kind of really wanting to get some I want to get some mastery over realism, which is so different than when I started and so so, do you think that
0: your um the the call to to communicate that to your students? You were saying that it affected your life. Do you think that that call to give them um, that structure and that process and the how-tos
1: then started to affect what you were doing? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Great question, Terry. And bingo, and that's why you're so great at what you do here. Um, it what it was at the beginning was a way for me to make money so that I could go in my studio and make paintings that's what teaching was but then I did this again this kind of flip where I realized that the craft itself of teaching people how to do this it was helping them and I thought this is really this is really gratifying this this, this helping people sort of sort of putting the the myth that's sort of the I I don't know that the art world would like me very much. I mean, the real powers that be, because I think a lot of it is the emperor's new clothes. I think a lot of it is ridiculous and it makes people feel bad about themselves and expressing. So I have this kind of mission of, yeah, you can do it. You can absolutely do this. And there are some definite ways that you can do it. And you have this, everyone is born with this desire you see, I'm getting fired up about it talking. You are, and fired you're firing up. me
0: up. So here come the chill bumps again. They're like <laughs> way back here in the back of my neck, and they come down into my arms, <laughs> and they ache like right
1: here. Oh, I, 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 I just, I just kind of hijacked it. I'm sorry, i but I did. No, get fired up about you it. didn't. Oh,
0: get out of town, girl. You, you didn't hijack you know, the, it. You're the pilot of this. But look, I want to back up just a hair. Don't forget where you're going. When you oh, said that it's like the emperor's new clothes, flesh that out for me a little bit. What do you What do you mean? Well, in okay, I'm going to give
1: you an example of a, of a of a great American family of artists, the Wyeths. Okay. And and it was so cool. Um, my father actually worked with the grandfather, N. C. Wyeth, and had some correspondence with the brilliant son Andy, and they have Jamie, who's fantastic none of them know who I am or anything, but, but anything, anyway, my father always said that NC never really thought that he was a quote unquote real artist. There was this ridiculous uh, polarity, this gulf between being a real artist and an artist who was making a living doing magazine covers and book illustrations. He was an illustrator. And I don't know if that happens in all parts of the arts in, in the acting world where you're not a real actress because you're making shampoo ads, right? Whatever. But I, I think that, you know, that is just amazing. NC's NC Wyatt's paintings have been, uh, you know, just inspiring people forever and ever. And his father, his son, Andrew is, is just amazing, completely different. But he 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 died believing that that. At least that's 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 something that I think is very interesting. And I think life is too short. I think life is just too short for that. That's what I mean by the whole emperor's new clothes. Is it art? Is it not art? Who cares? Who really cares? <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, the thing that happens with it is that um You know, you've got these working Joes, the actors, actresses, artists, set designers, people who are out there who, you know, like me, uh, not very sexy, just doing it. And you do want to get paid for the work that you have. So once somebody comes around with a magic wand, this is my emperor's new clothes thing, and says, you are a real artist then something magical happens and you start selling your paintings some of them you might think are just terrible but because someone has donned them as being real art and um it's just that's what i mean i just think the whole thing is kind of ridiculous but i get you i guess you get this in any profession
0: exactly so what i feel like i love about what you're saying among, there's many things about it, but that, that awareness then, um, put you in an empathetic position towards those that want to learn. Absolutely. And so you, uh, re- are doing what you can to remove that before they ever fill the clunk of it on the back on their, on their creative backs.
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that I'm really, um, careful about is, and you know, I do, I I imagine that what I'm saying really does uh, translate into performing arts is that, you know, what, what creative people are doing, it's magic. It's really magic. It is, it is allowing people to, it's just, it's allowing people to escape from the ugliness of the world and feel a little a little beauty, a little something. Yeah, Music is carrying us through war times, so, you yeah. know, poetry from the beginning of artistic expression. And so we have we have this these people who are serving this very, very important role. and then then there are factors out there. I'm very careful about this with with newbie newbie artists who I coach. And they say, "No, you can't be a part of this um you can't be a part of this show. No, this is a contest and you are going to get a terrible prize. Nope, you're rejected." And and I just say, "Don't even don't even go there. Don't even do it." Because this is a little baby infant Child that you have just given birth to, you've been incubating it for your whole life. You're putting it out there with all of its tenderness and fragility for some dumbass to come along and <laughs> knock it down and say, Oh no, you can't be in our art show. So, I, I'm sorry, I'm sounding a little bit cynical. I know. I I, I, I I am love pretty cynical. It. You're bro. an ad,
0: you're an advocate, and I am an advocate. Oh, I, I am. I I am too. I think I I resonate with you so much, Heather. Tell us about the family that you came up in. We had started to talk about that before I pressed record, and uh, you you were sharing with me uh, where you were born, and then I did do some a little bit of uh, research on your father. So. I just would like you to share with everyone about that a little bit.
1: Well, thank you, thank you. It's it's been a really important, uh, very important part of my life uh, because, as I was telling you, and sorry to be redundant, no, uh, but um, there, you know, perhaps I'm a scientist, or perhaps you know, I, 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 I I'm a, I'm a bricklayer or something. I don't I don't know, but but because i was born into this it was weird too it was really weird other kids were going to to um you know summer camp and stuff and and we were going on trips where we had to go to art museums and things like that but i was born into these to these artist people's life and 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 they they were really doing it art painting and drawing and teaching and stuff so um i didn't i you know the scientist part didn't have a chance mm-hmm. and um When it was happening, and this was in southern Delaware, so that's kind of funny too, in the middle of a farm field that here we have this kind of this whole artsy family doing their thing. So, so, um, yeah, I went off to art school and and it saved my life really going to art school. Um, in the 70s, in the 70s and um i i think i think that it was it was a it was a hard time to it's, it's always been a hard time to be a woman but i think it's it was a hard time to be a young woman because there was such a um the tide was going in and the tide was going out victorianism really played a big role in our mother's ways and parents ways of raising us so um i got out of that I got out of that world by the skin of my teeth, really, and then went off to art school, which sounds kind of crazy, but it was good. It was a good experience, and then I had the the great wisdom not to finish three of my four years in um, college that my parents, you know, paid for. God bless them, um, and uh, went off to start my own family, and that last year of school took forever to finish and I and I used to think why what is going on here academia I mean it's under it's in a revolution now and it needs to be these hoops that people have to jump through yeah and um anyway go to school Heather I I went to a school called uh, it's now the University of the Arts in Philadelphia and it was the Philadelphia College of Art Okay. Uh, they've opened it up to the performing arts now. And um I thought it was pretty dumb when I was going there, but now I do really dip into it a lot. It was, it was pretty terrific experience. You know, yeah. when you're done. Uh,
0: And so um when you said it was kind of, um I don't know what word you use, odd that you went, or, or you just said it and I'm, forgive me. Um Oh, it's okay. Uh, when you said you went off to go to school, but why was going to art school
1: odd when you, when you grew up in the midst of it? Well, the part that was odd about it was I went a year early. Oh, and okay. I think it went, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. No. I think that, I think that was the part that was the lifesaver. About I was going to say, thing. yeah. And, timing. and, and uh, hmm? The what? timing. The timing. Yeah. The timing was really, really perfect. And so it was almost like getting pulled right out of a right in the nick of time. Um, and and so yeah, I, I I stayed in the arts, and uh, but but um, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Sorry, I ended. That's all right. That's it. all right. That's it. oh, all right. Over something I probably
0: could have maybe well deducted no on no but um um your. Your connection to David
1: is what? Our friend. Oh, it, 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 our friend. Oh God, uh, it's Patrick David or David Patrick. What, what David are we doing? Patrick. The real name. Yeah. Of the 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 great art, the great actor. Oh my God, he's amazing. Isn't so, he? So I had a I had a gallery in Rockland, Maine for about five minutes and um, (laughs) yeah oh it's so beautiful and he was he was the person doing the promotion and the front person for the Farnsworth Art Museum again a connection with those great uh, Wyeth people so I I was there and he he walked into my uh, new gallery that was had my paintings in it and he just said oh my god this is just absolutely breathtaking it's beautiful and um we we just it was it was love at first sight it, that's all i can say and you've experienced that with this magnanimous person yourself yeah i have and it sounds like a lot of people have i i wish we were just us, but I think he's got a big crowd of admirers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't blame, I don't blame. I don't
0: either. I wouldn't it be fun if we all could gather and just visit and then, and then we could just sit in an audience uh, in the audience and let him do his thing and admire him. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And you know, the thing about him, one of the things that he has taught me is, I mean, he does, he, he, he would love it. He would love the adoration and he, he has taught me so much. Anyway, that's how we met. We met in Rockland, Maine. Then I moved shortly. And then he moved away to London. We stayed in touch. He stays at my house whenever he's coming through Maine. And it's it's wonderful to be greeted at the door by my guest, David Patrick Stuckey, who says, hi, I'm upstairs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you were saying he's, he's taught you so much. He has me too, but tell me what he's taught you.
1: Well, he he has taught me about how one thing is how important it is for him in a work situation, in a professional situation, to feel appreciated. The Mm -hmm. power of appreciation and recognition. Ugh, okay, and sorry. it's a tough one in the arts it's a real tough one where you, when you have the big word the r word rejection right flying around and um and so he he taught me about that and i and i've I've shared that with people and 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 you it really applied it to myself and and this it it's a truism it's a real truth that that if i don't Feel that if that is missing in any way, it's going to be a flop. It's a real ingredient of a good fit in a and and actually in any relationship. So you know, because that's all work really is is another kind of relationship. So true.
0: And um, can can it be um, so? If it's not, if if appreciation isn't coming our way in the means that we would typically think that it would, is there another way to cultivate that feeling or is, does it really have to come
1: from outside in? Well, that is another, of course, very insightful point that you make. And part of the thing with, with, with uh, David Patrick Stuckey, in that um you know his his favorite person on earth is himself and he has taught me that and i don't blame him i'm crazy about the guy
0: i i forget that people can't see us i my, <laughs> my, my face my 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 smile <laughs> And I have a big old mouth, but my smile literally went from ear to ear because I rec—I <laughs> recognize that, and that has been in, in his dry sense of humor. That has kind of been the bed of a lot of our oh. immediate love connection. But oh, I yeah. think I'm, and I'm getting my emotions are all over the place because you're just so lovely and Thank speaking you. from your heart oh, that goodness. it it affects me. But I feel my nose getting a little bit red when my <laughs> emotions come because the truth of that of 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 us being our own favorite person yeah
1: oh see they're the they're the chill bumps come again yeah 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 you know it's it's a good one so so he's he he's he's my equal he's my friend he's my love i love him so much um So I don't want to, and he's taught me another really great thing about pedestals. We just Mm. had this conversation and I don't want to put him up on a pedestal because pedestals can be very frightening places and precarious. So I'm sounding like I'm putting him on a pedestal. I don't, I don't mean to do that, but I have learned a lot. We're just pushing over
0: him while we have a chance and he's going to be listening. You're listening right now, aren't you? (laughs) We're talking about you, your ears are burning. But how do you feel about
1: yourself? Are you your most favorite? I, I really, I, I have to say that that, um, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tap into him a little, just one more time. And a I I thought this was something in his um, conversation, his most recent conversation with you, in your show, um, when he was talking about, and help me remember how he put it the were they coming of age moments was it it was it a turning point he was talking about when his life was one way and then it just was different after the the tragedy of his brother's death yes
0: yes what was how did he put that well you're really warm. And I, I mean, I, I I'm trying to recall exactly too, but I, what I, what I'll, I'm going to back up just a hair. What preceded that, if you recall, and I asked him, could you repeat that? He, he spoke, here's where I think led into that. He spoke of, of this love affair with his mom and dad, that he loved his parents so much. Oh yeah. And they were amazing, but he, he can, he attributed how he was feeling about himself or how he could in part with the foundation that they laid and that they were so crazy about one another, but they were both pretty cool with their own persons, their own yes. stories, that they didn't need him. And I went, wait a minute. Yes. A minute. Oh, you, that's a good one. What do you mean? They did. Say that one more time. Because I think that when we need someone to be something for us, that that is not their job to be, it starts to morph and take away from what we are meant to be because we're filling a spot for somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, it starts jacking up the puzzle. And so oh. then when his brother passed away and it transitioned him into being sort of um, someone he had not been then, you know, um, he'd been, he became kind of the caretaker in many ways or speaker for the family. I think he felt that he's that that's when things turned the corner, but tethered that into what you were getting ready to say about yourself. So that's
1: that's a, that's that's the I think he said I know the moment my life changed yeah and for him that happened pretty early for me it happened um I, I'm I'm in really good shape now but I did have a an experience with cancer Okay. about four years ago okay. and i think in my life that was the moment that my life changed there might have been another one when my when my marriage fell apart with my first husband it was a long-term relationship and that was that was really devastating um but both of these things it does seem that that this this growth and i i I just want to be careful the way I way I put it, but it does seem that it is through these difficult things where a lot of personal growth happens, and you have to dig, dig way deep into your back pockets for strength, and it's there. It's there. Um, yes, and I'm that was the answer my- for me, and it was the divorce from my husband was another thing that happened. And and, and uh, who wants to say they're glad these horrible things happen? I don't, but I'm glad that I discovered my strength and I'm glad because it's like, oh, I get to be a, another person. I get to be a whole new part of myself I didn't even know was there. And you like, And you like her. Oh, I love her. I love her. I think she's just absolutely... I have to be careful, Terry. I'm I'm gonna tell you, my kids know this about me. We were walking along in the city. I have two daughters and a son in the middle. And these people are just, you know, they set my they set my sun and stars. So we're walking along and I and they tell the story, they're looking for me. And one of them says, So she's at. she's probably found a mirror. She's looking at herself in the mirror. <laughs> And they, t- <laughs> so see why David Stucky and I are good friends yeah she they said yep there she is there she is mom come on stop looking at yourself in the mirror and come on so I do yeah I do and I and I've, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a one person uh promotion team um I, I tell my partner today, I said, did you know that I'm, I, I, I'm out today to tell the world how important and famous I am because they don't know yet, but I'm <laughs> going to make it my mission to let them know.
0: That I don't know if the, I answered
1: your question. You I did. That is did. the
0: coolest, coolest, coolest. And you know, I am, I'll tell you, like I, I am, was with you on the, uh, the intersections that happen in our lives that changed. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love that. Um I had a uh, a death uh the first uh my first husband um died suddenly. There was no heads up and um huh. and it was um uh I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm I know this about myself. I'm a I'm like a locomotive. I am okay. in in everything great that there might be about me, but in in everything that's not great. And I just saw myself um, on a train track, powering, powering through life, uh, good and bad, a lot of not so good things for myself, but that I was just locked in. You know, a locomotive isn't stopping to see the terrain it's powering through. Well, this death intersected that train track and it ah. you've seen some of those horrible wreckages that a track is just a train is literally taken off the track it's encountered something I was taken off the track but as I came to and yeah. I, I realized this seemed like it was the worst thing that ever could have happened. Oh, but, yeah. But remaining on that track was actually maybe worse. And yeah, I see the blessing of that
1: if it's not too bad. I like the way you put that. that. I see the blessing of it. Because, you know, I just want to slap people when they say, oh, thank Thank your stars for these horrible things that happen. I really don't want to thank them. No, no. But, but, but something... boy, that's really good. That's really good. The way you put that. I'm sorry. No. no sorry for that suffering oh, that happened.
0: Well, but, yeah. But, um, like,
1: and I'm really sorry, and
0: want to know and wrap my thoughts and prayers around the the the
1: your your body's continued rallying. Oh, thank to you. Yeah. Hole. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank and, you. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Um well yeah i think did that change sorry did that change your you as an artist absolutely absolutely it changed everything it changed every single thing um and this one of my daughters lives in the same town with me and um at the time this happened and she she's she's an extraordinary young woman I said, mom, we can have cancer and be, we can have a good time with it, or we can be morose and, and really be down about it. It's up to you. What do you want to do? And you've got to ask for what you want. This is a young woman telling, I just like, you are, you are amazing. Yeah. So I, um I said, I want, I want to be happy. I want to have a good time. I want to, I, I'm going to ask people to send me cards and pictures and drawings. And I put it out there on social media. And I tell you, Terry, um, my mailbox was like, it would be like hunched over. It was carrying so many letters and cards. And and that was one of the components of my treatment plan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the chemo and the surgery and all that stuff. But thanks. But there was that. But then the thing that happened was, and and I and I this is the part of the component with art for me that that changed everything. I I've heard about it about the healing arts and how it allow art allows you to transcend. But holy smokes, um, I did it! I I I I I, I was able to again escape I was able to escape and feel um happiness and pleasure it totally took you know we, we we'd we go to these appointments Lucy's my daughter and she oh I love her name her name's great she's great too and and uh I said so I'd get right in there and I'd show the doctors my newest paintings and he would they would talk about the, you know situation then I'd be uh, okay yeah great and Lucy'd be there making notes and then but I would be showing paintings and then I came home and painted more and said so what what, what did he say she said mommy you got stage three cancer mom it's real this is the real deal but you were showing him your paintings okay okay so for me I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a bunch of things i want to make a book about this experience like everybody else in the world yeah the gift Gift, if that isn't too obnoxious no and it's how art comes in and allowed for transcendence of the pain and suffering and it really did art
0: comes in and allows the transcendence from the pain and suffering
1: yeah, I wrote a little blurb I don't have with me, but I'll send it to you. No, I'll that just grabbed it. that was like, that, yeah. that could be. It really yeah. allowed it to happen. It really allowed, you know, I'd go out and I'd paint a painting. Um, the the I teach at a small college nearby. And my, uh, my supervisor, this fabulous man, he, he checked in with me and he said, you know, I think we've got all of our classes for the fall. I was right in the middle of chemo. And he said, but what do you think? You think you'd like to come in and teach a class? Well, I said, yeah, I would. I tell you, Terry, I'd be I'd be just about dragging. But going to that class to teach those people how to draw, again, transcendent. Give me a purpose. So wow. I am a real believer. I'm a real believer in how art does that. It really does. Real life art. Helps us transcend the pain of the world. I've experienced it. Absolutely. It's magic.
0: It, uh, so um, a couple things. I know we're winding down or we need to because of time, but um I I want you back on and we'll do oh, a, thank you for sure. And uh it would be so cool if we could do uh even the three of us. Um we love it. We can figure that out. Um the If if there's someone listening that really like it has like you said is incubating
1: Mm. this
0: this desire this call this yearning to Mm. express themselves, um, what would you tell them
1: if they've been holding out
0: all this time?
1: That's another excellent uh, excellent question. Um, I would say that they they. They need to go ahead and hook up with someone that they trust. It, it, whether it's a, a fancy art program or or a small community program, there's something about having that art class, that drawing class, that dance class, that writing class on the calendar that allows you to say, "Yeah, I get home from being an administrative assistant." At 5.30, I'm going to have some dinner and I'm off to my painting class. And it really, really makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Get a coach, get a coach for creatives to help you and meet with you and and hold that baby that you are and your creativity is close and nurture it. That was a long answer to your question. No, that
0: was a beautiful answer. It was another (laughs) one of those chill bump answer uh answers (laughs) and moments where can people go um as we wrap up here uh where can people go to see long distance if they're not living near you oh yeah well that's Uh,
1: where it's at that's where it's at with art with art are you getting to that yeah I jumped in. I was rude. I'm sorry. No, tell me what. Did, what am I getting? Well, to- it's it's really interesting for artists. That has really changed a lot for yeah. us. COVID and the whole internet phenomenon. Right. It's been it's been a pain for us to learn how to do it, but it has forced many of us who are business people to get with the program and do it and use technology to share your work. Use technology and and um for people who want to see my work uh david uh david patrick cookie has uh a, a, has started repping for me and he's he's just uh, absolutely amazing he has such sensitivity to art yeah so they can they can certainly get in touch with him and my daughter and me okay Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I will I'll just try to find some ways to communicate that in the notes section of the of the podcast. But um Heather, don't go anywhere. I'm gonna end this podcast with this saying you have been a delight no. you have been a delight mm. i am so grateful to patrick <laughs> david patrick stuckey for opening his mouth and bossing me around yet one more time in my life <laughs> he's good isn't he he is very good if he tells me do it i do it but i was so interested and, um, and then reached out to you really, girl, I reached out to you like right away. As soon as you were said, amazing, yeah. I
1: was, tickled. but I mean, I'm I was so just so
0: curious what he's the way he spoke of you. I thought I have to, so I thank you so much. Um, I, I hope thank you, you. come on again. Don't go anywhere. I want to say a personal goodbye to you be, before we actually disconnect, uh, I know you're on the, you know, the other opposite end of our country and IU, but um, just stay right there. But thank you from the bottom of my heart. I cannot wait for the audience that I have following this podcast to spend time with you.
1: And will you, um, will you come back again? I would love to come back again. And I just want to say, I live right on the coast of Maine and you'd better come and see us. It is so beautiful.
0: Girl, you, I'm yeah. There. We will you, figure it out. Here. I mean, it's amazing. I, I fell in love with Maine. I fell in love mm. with uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, oh. and Maine. But Maine, Maine, oh, Maine is gorgeous.
1: Maine is something else. It's it's yeah. the Atlantic Ocean is down the street, not that even ten miles so away. Cool. So we'll, we so we'll go little... when you come when you come over. We'll we'll go and we'll have okay. our conversation on the. And line. I
0: love the photo you sent me of your studio. It just sent shivers again. I just am so connected okay. to your Thanks. space and who you are. So Thank it's you, an, in an
1: old barn. Oh, right, get out! Uh huh. It's a big commute. I have to walk from the kitchen. It's a Victorian farmhouse, and I walk from the farmhouse out through a little barn up to the big barn. Yeah, I, I'll keep talking. freaks about me
0: out. No, that fr- that's like that is like in my head is
1: a dream. It is a no, dream. It really no. is a dream. All it right, girl.
0: Um, thank, thank you, you Carrie. and thank uh, you. hang on so I can give you a, a, a private personal bye-bye. Okay. All right. Great being with you. Thank
1: you. Thank you, dear.
0: Okay. I really want to paint now. <laughs> I, I remember when I was little, uh, I had an easel and, um, you know, my, and paints and the whole thing. And I, I remember drawing, um, actually it was a picture it was it was like copying what i could see of looking at one of the paintings of jesus like the one that's kind of his profile a little bit um that's in a, you know it's it's kind of famous um and i remember thinking i nailed that so well and I was so sure I had this innate talent in me to be an artist and then in kindergarten so this was pre-kindergarten in kindergarten I um had opportunity to paint and I painted I think I've shared this with y'all I painted for my um uncle Ron and aunt um Connie which are my cousin Hughes Parents, if you've been following or remember those names, and I remember painting this flower that took up the bulk of this large piece of um, paper on the easel, and I was so impressed with myself. So I think there's this little dreamer in me that really would love to take a class, and maybe I can find myself back in Maine. Um Sitting with Heather and learning from her, but I am just so, so tickled to have met her. I love her. I love her. And I love Patrick, David Patrick, for introducing her to me. And you know, when you know cool people, they know cool people, and then you get to know more new, new, new cool people. So, um, that's what happened today. And now, you know, more cool people. Thank you for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, which I know you did, hit the like button and subscribe. If you have not already send a comment, if you wanna, I love comments. I love questions. I also want to invite you to be a guest. Um, We have an opportunity on my website, TerrySummers.com forward slash podcast, where not only can you send in questions for Ask Terry Anything, you can come and be a guest. We would love to have you come and be a guest. I would love to have you on my podcast. And I mean that sincerely. So go fill out something and come on. But I thank you so much for uh, taking this ride with me today. And I bet you'll be eyeballing those canvases and Michaels the next time you're walking around. Bye.